0: You know, yes. <laughs> oh. Dennis, Dennis, welcome. Oh. <laughs> good evening, sir. Hello. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Seems to be a hour of happy.
1: Yes, indeed. It's a good time of the day. For sure. For sure. You hear pounding outside the house here. It's because one of my workers is finally applying the new stucco. Onto the patched wall that I think I told you about. Yes, he did. The work I did in greater detail than you'd ever want. Yes. Don't agree with that. <laughs> Say, oh no.
0: No, no, no. please just, tell me. Just the right amount of. Tell it. me about the, the texture on the stucco, Dennis.
1: Well, it's funny you should ask. Yeah? So the viscosity of the material that we're applying has to be just right. If it's too soupy, it won't stick. If it's too dry, it'll crumble. Right. So we know the formula for the concrete, to the lime, to the sandy stone. You mm-hmm. don't want to change that, but if you put in too much water, you can't take the water out, so you have to, right. in our case, cut the formula in half and go a half a bucket to half a bucket to two and a half buckets yes. so we keep the formula right. And the formula appears to be right. The viscosity may or may not be right, but he's in the back. Mm-hmm. Working with what I call the two exploratory patch places mm-hmm. to prepare for the one on the side of the house that's very big and has to look good.
2: Okay.
0: So yeah, I have my only experience with that is in making pizza dough, and if it's a little bit too wet and you add add more flour, but if you add a little bit too much more too much flour, then you need to add more water, and you can get you can back you can ping pong back and forth on that until you have you know your whole kitchen is full of dough
1: until you compromise. The dough so much that it becomes a watery mess and you have to throw it away and start over. Exactly. So you know. And if it's too dry, you can always address that. But if it's too wet Well, you add more flour. Well, yeah, until at some point you I think maybe I can you do that forever?
0: Yeah, like I said, until you fill up your kitchen. Uh, and you're just sort of can, swimming around in this dough blob. Uh huh. So <laughs> and help.
1: So that happens to a lot of people, doesn't it? Yeah. So,
0: so let's make some, some money. Plus, we can sell the dough to a local
1: pizza parlor. Exactly. We advertise the dough. We advertise the water. We sell it to them cheap. We sell them too much water, right. and then they run out of flour, and then they order more stuff from us, and then it becomes too much. And of course, who do they call? The dough boys. We get in. Wait, the we need a better.
0: We need a better name. Uh, uh,
1: the, the dough busters. That hasn't been used. Modo. Hmm. Mo' dough Mo' dough, ho
0: You give us the dough And we sell you the dough Wait, no ah.
1: <laughs> Let's trade doughs
0: There you go Until I give you a female deer
1: And then do a song You could do a song Dough, a, deer,
0: right? dough, a disaster
1: in your that kitchen would be our, That would be our uh, Our jingle Our jingle, yes Hey, so we could do some jingles. Hey. The Jingle Factory. Why, why don't we do some jingles for uh, this uh,
0: podcast? For this podcast.
1: Jingles. Clever little uh, easy to remember
0: Yeah, it gets stuck in your riffs. head. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like uh, Tappy Menards. Tappy
0: Hour. Or...
1: ba, 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 ba Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. Yes. But when it gets into your head like that, then you're hooked. Well one would
0: hope that our that our dedicated uh, fan base every time they hear the intro music they just get excited for what we're about to bestow upon them with our What,
1: what is that what is that intro music
0: It's just a little bluesy thing
1: Oh is it okay mm. I was thinking for a minute it was the, the music we hear when we're calling on Skype which is a pretty bouncy little tune
0: it is hard not to not to bounce your head around when... ba-ba-ba,
1: ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba. exactly and you know that that beat is going to have to resolve itself into you know a bridge of some kind and when it doesn't that's when you're sick of hearing it and you exactly. exactly I don't answer right away because I want to hear it
0: that's that explains it
1: in fact I'm going to hang up now I'll call you back. <laughs> jerk oh Oh! oh. hey crass are you moving toward one of your violent moments
0: well don't push me
1: (laughs) that would be a
2: yes
0: (laughs) I've got some more follow up on uh, remember how the the cat killed a mole and my wife dissected it well the the following day really uh we were asleep in the middle of the night, uh, and we heard this
1: meow, meow, meow
0: coming from outside our, our, our bedroom door. This is my wife and I in the guest room at my, at my parents' house. And so she got up, and she she went and said hi to the cat, say, what do you want? And uh, the cat had brought in a snake oh. That, oh. Was, that was not dead. Riding. Still writhing. It was still writhing. Oh, okay. uh, the, the snake... This was a three oh nine AM. Oh my because I looked at my watch as soon as we got up and so (laughs) yeah. Thankfully it didn't decide to bring it up into our bed and throw it on our face or something, you know. (laughs) Can you imagine? Waking right. up at three in the here's morning a,
1: with a, a, a fucking snake in your face, a bleeding, a bleeding a, snake. Yes, pissed, pissed and bleeding. Yeah, I would not. That would not be. I would I, I would not recover from that. Oh my god.
0: But uh, anyway, I was the, I was able to uh, go get the uh, broom and, and dustpan and get it in. Yeah, like if it was all it was all sort of curled up, but I think stretched out, it would have been at least two feet long. Yeah, uh, black snake, other snake. Probably yeah I don't know I don't I can't I ID snakes.
1: Well, what, what color was it? It was black. It's probably a Garner snake. <laughs> Otherwise called a garden snake. Probably.
0: Right. No, I, I, just, I was just laughing because my options were black snake and, and garden snake, and, you, and then I said it was black, and he said, "Oh, it's probably a gardener snake."
1: Right. See, <laughs> power of deduction. Okay. Hey, you're not, you're not dealing with some fool over here. I figured it out.
0: Okay. Good. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Elementary, my dear.
1: Yes. So that was exciting.
0: Well, At sounds, 3, at three uh, in the
1: morning. And were you, were you we, geeked up afterwards so you couldn't go back to sleep, or it was like, no, you went back to sleep? A
0: little bit, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, so The I power know. of the hunt.
0: Right. Well, yeah, I don't know. I was sort of drowsy the whole time I was getting the hey, snake in the thing. And
1: Hey, I'm telling you, man, we could sell this. You, from us, you get a cat with a half wild snake in its mouth for, yeah. the, for your friends?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. People paid for that.
0: People would pay to get a cat with a snake, or, yeah. to, or, or the service to get rid of it.
1: One well, than the other, <laughs> just like we talked about last week. I mean, it's almost like yeah, old news how we how we, what our, how we transpire all these things. But this one would work. Do this we have was...
0: do we have a jingle for our cat snake service?
1: Let's make one up. Go ahead. Yeah, right. your guitar. Uh. Hmm. hmm. Feline. You wonder where the, you wonder where the monkey went. The cat, the cat, the cat has it. Not the monkey, though. though. That's, That's what I thought of first.
0: Imagine that. You thought of a <laughs> monkey first? Yeah, well. That goes back to your childhood, I know.
1: Something about a sneaky snake and a... Uh, and a kitty cat. Uh, pouncing. Uh, pouncing s- cat.
0: Snake pouncers are us. Mm-hmm.
1: So I
0: don't know. I, Crouching cat. Tiger. Mm. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. Crouching, crouching, crouching kitty cat. Writhing snake, juice. S-
0: snake Snake Pounce dot com. Say hmm. yeah, out, it's not bad. All right. So, tell
1: me another story. I thought about you the other day. Uh, it was yesterday, or no, it was Monday. And uh, I had gone to the, the local tavern here in Kalamazoo, the Old Dog Tavern, and there was Tom playing on the piano by himself from 5 till 7.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But nary a soul in the house, 5 o'clock, 4 or 5 people at the bar, and a couple of people milling around outside. And I, he was playing the blues on his piano, and he was in no hurry. He would get a melody, and he would... He, 20 minutes later, he'd still be playing some version of what he started. And sometimes it would riff into a picker, you know, a a bouncy tune. and, And then you would hear him play a riff from an actual published song. And he either would or wouldn't actually play that song. And he would go. And I sat there for an hour and a half and drank beer and just enjoyed the hell out of it. And so afterwards, I said to him, Oh, I just. Love what you did here, so relaxing and great. I play harp, you know. I'll, I'd like to come and play with you sometime. Mm-hmm. He said, Well, I played with you before, I would love that. <laughs> so, yeah, come as you can see. He said, I mean, you know, anything goes. So, I missed a week and then I went, uh, got there pretty close on time. And uh, they started at five, I guess, about five twenty, And there were, again four or five people in the place. I just pulled my harps out. And he was playing a blues tune. And I said, what key? And he said, G. Mm -hmm. And I said, got it. And then blue. And he liked it. And four people there liked it. We played together for two hours. Nice. And it was so nice because what I'm usually doing when I try to pick up a little uh, FaceTime out there is I get two, three tunes at most at a a jam session or something like that. So to be able to just have two hours just to play music with Tom didn't matter. Anybody was there at all. Right. But it was nice they were there, and they were appreciative of a small group, and they liked it, I, You know, I think it we, was we cool. well enough to get that much appreciation. But the owner was there, and she was the most exuberant fan. I spoke with her later. I think her name is Amy. Uh, but it was so much fun. And so one of the things that you'll identify with is that when he was playing a certain dedicated blues tune that huh. may or may not have been a public song, um I didn't know the words to whatever it might have been. He certainly didn't. We didn't know the name of anything. He was just playing a bluesy tune that he knew or learned or whatever. Right. So rather than do that, I just made up the words and sang five songs about one woman or another who'd done me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or who yeah. I was pleading with because I'd done her wrong or both. Right. And uh, like it, was, it was so much fun because there's just me and Tom playing. And it's like you and I just playing and yeah. doing that. Just yeah. Just it. For the fun of it. So it was very relaxing. And uh, as it turned out, it was, uh, it was pretty good. Not too much stretching for the, the rhyming word. And Tom would yell out bridge. Mm-hmm. Not yell it out, I mean, he'd right next to me. Just me and him. Bridge. So he'd say bridge, and then he'd do the 16 bar bridge. And so I'd immediately change the words to what I knew in parlance and mm-hmm. songwriting would be the chorus. Right. Right. Um, and uh, that, that middle 16, as they call it, as we well know makes or breaks a song without that yes you've just got a redundant pleasant tune with that you've got something that's going you've,
0: to you've got bounce. magic yes. yes nice do you uh do you believe in magic do i believe in magic i there are, Hmm. hmm
1: define magic <laughs> oh if you don't know the answer's no okay so you've already answered the question next question you failed the test you don't you don't believe
0: wait I get another question even though I failed the test
1: yes okay ready ready what's what's my next question do you believe in magic
0: I believe in deja vu that's sort of magical Uh, feels like you just asked me this question
1: no you're imagining it
0: okay magic I mean there are things that can be that can be magical sure hmm
1: Seems like you're hedging a bit. Well, in fact, quite a bit.
0: Do you believe in magic? Yeah, of course. I mean, why you? I, I just, Here, I just described you. something as magical, so here's,
1: well, that's not. That's, you know very well that's hedging the bet. That's why you said it. Okay. You're not. You're not complete without reason or logic, are you? <laughs> I mean, you might be, and if you say you are, that's proof that in fact you are.
0: If, so, if, I, if I say that I'm
1: not, it's also proof. <laughs> No, if you say you're not, it means you're out of touch because <laughs> you really are, but you don't know it. That's even worse.
0: Exactly. So that exactly. puts
1: you like out of it to the second degree. Yes. You're out of it in the third degree. You're out into, into the other dimension where, you know, you're like, you know, wormholes and and uh, you know, giant uh, snakes with cats dragging them in. And, that sounds magical. Oh, uh huh. You'd like that, wouldn't you? This is a glimpse into your psyche. These conversations.
0: Well, I, one would hope that we are. Bearing both our psyches here. Well, I try not to bear. Magic mind. monkey. <laughs>
1: With you, you bear your soul. On it. The entire listening audience knows and has witnessed some of your violent tendencies. For example, yeah. where I am calm, cool, and good humored. Okay. You seem to veer toward the, toward the you know more aggressive. Right. Well. Maybe generational. Yeah. I mean. I just may be too tired to do it. <laughs> But I think it's driven in large part by the fact that your shiny forehead hasn't changed at all since you sunburned it three episodes ago. So it looks like it's a permanent problem you have. You're beginning to look like a light bulb that was painted red so the bugs don't come by. Right. People can't see you, but but they'll have to believe me. I'm sure they do.
0: Well, it's good for for when I'm developing my film and things. I have a red light to see what I'm doing by.
1: Right. Well, it's kind of old school, but... I think I can follow you. And, and you're using like solution.
0: And and all the cars stop when I went across the street.
1: So. <laughs> well. And
0: I mean, I don't even want to start with the
1: prostitutes. Listen, if you put your hat off and on a lot, you constitute an
0: emergency signal. Exactly. And and you know, not to mention all the all the prostitutes hanging around. Oh dear. Under my red light. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez, that came out wrong. <laughs> It did, it did. Well, I'm not going there. That's
1: all the red light. Uh, but I think that the Morse code option would come into play. You could very helpful. I could. The I army could. would undoubtedly recruit you to stand on the most eastern or western point of our shore. Right. Stand there unless until there's trouble, and then take your hat off and on, uh, and shine a flashlight on it if it's at night, because you're you've got to figure out what a. What's the unit of light called? The, uh,
0: a lumen. There's lumens, and there's photons, is another term. But
1: yeah, a l- a lumen. We got to yeah. figure out your lumen. I'm, it may be five or six hundred when a bright light shines. Multiplier. There's a multiplier.
0: So I re- I reflect all the re- all the red light. Is that what you're suggesting? I, I,
1: I'm not. I, I'm not sure what I'm suggesting.
0: Well, <laughs> people rarely are. Are what? are not sure what you're suggesting
1: it's all about me Uh okay yeah (laughs) well your aggressive posture isn't helping here help me well
0: sorry i'll lean back away from the mic
1: (laughs) people can't see that you need to just tone it down you're just very aggressive you're a millennial living american millennial living in europe in spain nonetheless and what are you drinking gin. Straight gin and ice. Wow. A bold man. I'm uh doing the Alaskan Amber tonight. I found uh, two bars, three bars in town that sell Smittic's, which is my favorite Irish ale.
0: Yes. You mentioned so that I, last, last episode. Oh, I, did.
1: I did. By you, then it was only two, though. Or one. You,
0: you, well, you had a problem because the guy wouldn't sell you uh, an opener uh, because you were a dick.
1: No, no, no. That's what he thought. Ah. Uh, well, I re- well maybe well, maybe I'm not
0: You you came around towards the end. You you thought maybe I was kind of an ass when I said, "Oh, it's not spelled. Doesn't look like it's spelled Smithix," but uh, Smithwix. Yes.
1: Well, that I, I was at a bar, same bar, two different waitresses. and ordered a Smithwicks and they said they didn't know what it was. And when I said it spelled Smithwicks, they said we have it. Hmm. I didn't know it was pronounced that way. So. My mistake was misunderstanding that the difference between a young waitress who's not particularly beer savvy right. and a man who's made his living for the past twenty six years selling beer and stocking beer and I'm telling him how to pronounce Smithix.
0: Well, so what if you what if you just ordered it as, as Smithwicks everywhere and accepted the the fact that people might laugh at you behind your back that you don't really know what it's really called?
1: Why don't I say I'd like a Smithix or as some would say a Smithwick right but as i would say correctly i might add the smiths that's That's a little labor that's good it's definitely not the asshole move for sure well well and maybe it was a delivery too because i think i said to him you do know (laughs) you hey you
0: do you like knock knock on his forehead and say anybody home in there
1: I have knocked on men's forehead. It usually doesn't uh, elicit a very favorable response, but I've always done it with an exit plan and a certain uh, understanding of my relative quickness. Yes. That uh, usually without uh, physical repercussion. But it does tend to get through a thick-headed son of a bitch mm-hmm. who's saying something that is so ridiculous that it, it demands attention, it demands accountability, demands a response. The three taps on the center of the forehead has an amazing crystallizing effect on what's being said and the amount of energy that's going into the the moment
0: you you tap, mean tap tap you mean then after you do the taps on their forehead they say oh yes i realize now that you were right <laughs>
1: or do they throw oh, a punch I, in there? i have to i have to laugh at your youth you're so naive <laughs> to think that. No, no, You no. said it
0: was crystallizing, but you no, no, no. in crystallizing in a way that this is this no, is no, no longer a verbal confrontation.
1: Crystallizing like water on metal turns into thick and corrigible rust. Mm. Does that sound positive to you? No. Well, I don't... I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> Either. <way. laughs> so anyway.
0: This week uh, in Spain they're having, one of the reasons that Spain appears on American television every so once a year is they're having the San Fermin festival where people, the typical running of the bulls. Oh. That, uh, that everyone, when it's one of the few things that an American can say that they know about Spain is, oh yeah, that's where they run with the bulls. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it, that's all I knew when I moved there. I didn't realize that a running with the bulls is a common festival activity. Uh, It's not. It's it's, at many locations. Yeah, it's not just there in Pamplona.
1: Um, So, have you done it?
0: No, I have been to the to the festival and I have watched the bulls run from behind the the gate. But I was a little bit too mature, I think. You got to be. You got to be kind of young, young and dumb, fast. Well, fast too. It's they. I don't think they're that fast, and also it's this uh it's a little bit like a roller coaster it's the illusion of danger more than real danger, however, there is more real danger than there is on a roller coaster uh, but because your probability of getting hurt by a bull in that situation is pretty low because they do a run every morning for a whole week and they go years without anyone getting really seriously hurt. Uh, yeah. you do get a bunch of bruises. I mean there there are people that every every time that they do it there's a whole bunch of bruises and uh, and stuff. But uh yeah, it didn't I'm o- I'm okay with my uh with my ego and masculinity to be able to say that uh no, I chose not to run with the bulls.
1: I don't That's what you think. That's what I think. Yeah, you need a dose of running with the bulls, my man. Yeah, to really your balls. Your put, balls need to be bigger. Put hair, hair in my chest. They look, yes, your your balls look shrunken and your chest looks barren from here. And Whoa! Don't know. This video call I, is getting out I, of control. Here. I don't. I know that nobody can see you, and I wish that I couldn't. Right. But but I'm I'm thankful that you're keeping it mostly to a headshot. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in the glimpses. Uh, that I don't relish in any way. Your balls need to be bigger. Yeah? And you need, yeah, you need more, more hair in your chest. So you should consider. Now, I know how you feel about you is what's important. And you know what I say? Go, bro. I mean, <laughs> if you feel good, i feel good about you. But, yeah, but you can, that's good. But your balls are tiny. But the truth of it is that you're shrunken balls, nearly hairless, and a chest that looks like uh, a baby's butt. Yes. Uh, which I've only seen in pictures. That's interesting. But so there you have it. I'm trying to be trying to help you. Yeah. You're 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 young. You've got a shiny forehead. You need some help, obviously. Again,
0: the bull sees my red. Am, the bull sees my red forehead.
1: And that's I'm crazy. In, I'm
0: in trouble, right? So you can't run backwards.
1: As you run forwards, if you're ahead of the crowd, you're a beacon of hope. Right, but if you would turn around, you become a target. You become target number one. Yes. They would kill you. They would kill you. They would stomp all over you. And here's the fact: is that because your balls are so small, it would kill you. If your balls were bigger, you barely even know it. <laughs> right. If you had hair in your chest, they might get lost in the forest of hair. But no, that won't happen. So you're you're
0: the bulls would get lost in my forest of chest hair.
1: Yeah, but we're thick enough.
0: They would think I was just another bovine, or...?
1: Well, that's an interesting thought, but I must say it's a bit stray. Okay. No pun intended. But I think the answer is you came into this world bovine you will leave the world bovine so that's just another observation that i'm surprised that we got to but you asked i'm telling you yes you appear to me to be bovine
0: huh so i was born a cow
1: no No. or a a, a calf no no you're born bovine it's a it's a it's a uh it's a state of being it's not it's not a, it's not, it's not a uh, forum.
0: It's not a forum. Okay.
1: You're uh, You're being too literal.
0: Ah, uh, it's, a, it's a mind. I, I, have a, I have a cow-like mind.
1: It's <laughs> not what I meant, but I think it's true. <laughs> I'm thinking more of the anima and animus. So there's the anima and the animus, and then there's the calmness It's the bovinamus of the bovenus, The bovenus, and that is the uh, a way of being bovinus. Oh, that's neither male nor female, but it is in fact, you know what? Here's the thing. A cow, yes, has a great deal in fair absolute bovenus. <clears throat> and anybody else has less, but still demonstrable. And in your case, it's easy to see. This is why I know it, it's, it's a spectrum. When, I when see. We're, I know that you're this way because when we're walking around wherever there's a crowd of people, you just go over to the crowd and try to mix in and you bump into them and stuff and right. And and then when someone tries to speak to you when you're milling around like that, you're you 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 respond with kind of a low huh. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> right. Sounds like me. And 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 you will stray out of that crowd, but then you go as you as you as you well know, you go in your own direction, and that direction is not with the crowd. And so the crowd gets concerned, and then we, you stray off. So you I, are— I don't, I don't follow you, the herd? Yeah, you I don't mean, even hear them. But, no, because, but, but, no. Yes, but, but what? You're part of the herd. Ah. Uh, but.
0: Sometimes I stray
1: from the herd. You're the worst part of the herd. You're on the uh, belly-sucking bottom of the herd— <laughs> Uh, chain of...
0: Ah, uh, uh, right. I'm. I'm not. I'm not the the alpha bull.
1: No, I'm you stray, the stray. i the stray. I'm the, I'm the omega bleat. cow. You stray. You bleat. You, you. You. You don't. You don't participate as you should. Your huh. bovinus is too. Is too uh, maverick. You're, you're, there's a. There's a.
0: Uh, My bovinus is too maverick.
1: There's, it's a. It's a malady. Maverick bovinus. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know about this. You you, you espouse yourself as a young, educated, yeah. like, I don't know, millennial, yeah. whatever. And yet, common stuff, you don't know anything about it. It's like you've got no... <laughs> doc, Doc,
0: Doc, I've got a Maverick Bovinus. Help me. <laughs> how,
1: how do you spell Bovinus? B-O-V-I-N-U-S. Okay. Next question. M A V R I C K.
0: Maverick Bovinus.
1: Hey, that's our motto. The show. put it in. Because you're the producer, it make sa- it work.
0: It sounds sort of like a uh, sort of like a a faux Latin phrase we could have at the bottom of our seal. Oh,
1: I just thought the same thing. Happy but hour. A, Maverick needs Bovinus a, needs a third word. Uh, Maximus. Maximus. Maverick Bovinus. Bovinus. And we end up with, an, uh, with a with what do you call the initials, not an acronym. Uh, yeah. An acronym yeah. would be at the initial. No, that's not true. MMB. Oh, is that an acronym? Yes. MMB? Yes. There. Yeah, MMB. That's so not, you work that into your branding, and then on the bottom where you have the letters big, Right. The title, the letters big, and then on the bottom, in a scrolly, Latin-y looking, it's Maximus. Right, 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 Maximus. Maverick Bo Venus.
2: Well, I'll
1: tell you a story. There's a guy that I uh, worked with uh, up in Alaska who worked for the Department of Corrections up there. And he, uh, this guy's name was, was, uh, name was Phil. He loved hot sauce. He was the hot sauce king. Yep. And when we went out, all the restaurants that we frequented in Anchorage, which is not a very big town, they knew him because he always asked for the hottest hot sauce. Right. So, I was in New Orleans, strolled into a hot sauce voodoo tent yeah, where you had to sign a waiver to buy the variety that I bought. Holy shit. That They would not be held responsible for any overdose and hospitalization. And it was habanero uh, peppers. Yeah. And I took it back to the house, and I had found it some other time. No, I, I, for this purpose, I went down to the antique shop, and I found a little box— that was uh, big enough to hold a bottle of hot sauce and mm-hmm. then a little. And I found a beautiful wooden box that had the initials on it of, um, I think it was MGP or something, but it was somebody's initials. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out the Latin phrase <laughs> that that stood for yeah. so that when I wrote him the note about the hot sauce, so what the Latin phrase meant in English that you learned when you opened it up and looked at the hot sauce was maximum burning hell. Nice. And and I can't, I'd have to look at the chain of communications here for the, for the Latin version of that, but I looked it up and did it. Mm-hmm. So I packaged it up and I sent it to the Department of Corrections where he worked. And when I called him sometime later, he hadn't gotten it. Oh no. And then sometime later and he hadn't gotten it. And sometime later, and he had got it. In fact, he never got it because I think it was confiscated. Because when you deliver stuff to the Department of Corrections, it's, duh. Uh, they look at it. Yeah, and if potions. A, and that, right. a potion. An intelligent officer said, "Well, I wonder what that stands for." I don't think we should be delivering something to the to, executive uh, office of the to, Department of Corrections that says maximum, maximum burning, burning hell. hell. <laughs> nice so another another example of my overarching intelligence yeah good luck
0: well that's too bad I was hoping the story ended in I don't Happy?
1: Know. well so that that stuff is out there somewhere what if it was uh, put away somewhere and then in 50 years somebody finds it and says whoa what what is this yeah a wooden box with these initials and you open it up and and they try it, and by then it's not, like, Not quite as potent as right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Worse. Worse. It's been sealed. And, and, and as a result, worse.
0: Was there still a label on the bottle?
1: Yeah. Okay. Would be, okay. In this scenario. Okay.
0: I was thinking, you know, you might, like... <laughs> you might, like, go and bury it somewhere in Rome and have someone discover it and be, like, Oh, look, it's this this Roman, Roman hot sauce. Maximum uh-huh. Burning Hell, and then they could they could try it. Like there was a new there was a news article recently where uh, s- they found like the oldest. Well, there's there's two in the past year. I think one where they found the oldest known wine, that's like 2,500 years old or something. Uh, and the the researchers tried it and said, eh, not so good, <laughs> or whatever. And uh, another one where they recently found. Uh, the one one of the oldest beers in in some abbey in Belgium, uh, that had been in this in this bottle for you know 600 years or something. Yeah. So one wonders.
1: They, they didn't open that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't. I don't know how
1: these guys could taste the wine. <laughs> it seems like that would be a.
0: Well, it dis- was in a. I think it was in like a a sealed uh, clay pot or something, and I think. I, I don't recall exactly, but sometimes yeah. sometimes they they will find stuff in clay pots that are uh, in that, that are in ships that have sunk, and the liquid is still in the pots. They like they haven't broken or anything. So wow. there there have been discoveries of of old beverages.
1: Cool. Hey, we could do that. Start to uh, bottle up stuff and, and then- leave it for two thousand years. Well, it's a little slow return. Um, yeah. No, I know. Uh, no, we'd sell it like we found it.
0: There you go. Forgery.
1: That's that's good. That's not forgery. Well, it there could be some forgery involved, but and I'm not opposed to it at all. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm describing is not forgery. It's I, false yeah. advertising. It's yeah. False advertising. All we're saying <laughs> is that we found this. No, we're saying a lot more. than that. <laughs> We're saying it's ancient antique, full of mind-numbing and miraculous liquid. Is what we're saying. Ah, uh, okay. And we're just filling it, fucking, full of Mad Dog. I mean, there's only we've only got three listeners. It's not like they're going to buy it, so we don't have to worry about that. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Found it at the bottom of the ship. would create a little fake video of Mediterranean Sea. I off the coast of spain hello
0: there you go hey i hello. live on the coast of spain hello this thing washed up in a bottle on the beach
1: that'd be easy be easy to film and it's it, and it, my idea of finally getting the shark cage one thousand feet out
0: right and and it clearly states on it uh 600 bc so
1: well they didn't know they were <laughs>
0: that was that was my joke <laughs> <laughs> we could write on it
1: so, See, 600 BC. Well, now we know how old it is. That's that would say WDK, 600 WDK, uh, 600. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know how to date us. They were dated, were they? No.
0: They had. They only knew. They only knew it was a new day. They had numbers. They probably even went on dates. I've got the best numbers anywhere. And they ate dates. That's for sure. Let's get to a current event. How about that uh, U.S. women's soccer team? Did, you, oh, watch, did you watch any of that?
1: Yes, I did. I what did. A, some, what a, some, some series ago, but I, I read a lot about it, more about it than seeing it. But it's thrilling, isn't
0: it? We had we had a uh, it was an exciting match when uh, when they played against Spain in our house. Yeah. Uh, because.
1: What was the score? Final score? Uh,
0: when they played against Spain, I think it was like uh, I don't know three to one or something like that. Or. Yeah. Look in the show notes for anyone listening that wants to see what the actual score was. But yeah, then in the, the final when they played uh, the Netherlands, that was pretty intense. I'm I'm so glad that they got another goal because I I hate winning uh, soccer matches on um, on penalty kicks. Like the first yeah. the first goal was a penalty kick and that feels so cheap because well, it, not, it's is that and, the right cheap? Well, I mean it isn't totally unearned, but this particular penalty had, uh, uh, had, had uh, to go well uh, if it's a really serious penalty then you know too bad you committed the foul you you, you might this have
1: was, this was chump jump stuff
0: well this was uh, they had the, the ref had to go and review the slow motion video from all these different uh, angles to decide it was yeah. it was borderline borderline uh, and plus it's so much nicer to, to, to score a goal that was you yeah. know everyone was on the field and, and all, the, all the defense was there and you got by the defense and you scored the goal
1: so they did it and they did the second goal.
0: Yeah. And then they, they went 2 0, right? 2 0, two yep. Yeah. As they say in England.
1: I love that. I love that.
0: Yeah. And apparently it was way more watched than anything the, the U.S. men's team has ever done, which. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, and in fact, the controversy over their pay is interesting in that the men's teams brought in one particular year. I don't know which your show notes can reflect. This $50 million. And. Uh, that went down, and eventually the women's uh, raised forty nine million, and so the idea of well, you know, the men's generate so much more profit. No, no, well, it's not, not as if you need that reason really for equality, but it was it, it just wasn't true.
0: Well, there's there's two sides to this that I see. If it were based on ticket sales and TV viewers, in general, men's soccer gets way more of that in general around the world
1: all all things considered
0: all yeah it all yeah looking at men's uh, soccer versus women's soccer but in this particular case they weren't being paid by the ticket sales and uh, from fifa or whatever uh, apparently the the men's and women's teams are paid by the u.s soccer association which was getting all this extra money because the women's team was so popular And that's why it's such a a dick move to pay them so much, so much less. Like if you, you know, if our podcast is not as entertaining as another podcast that makes more money, we don't necessarily deserve equal pay. It, it's just, that's like, it's, it's a matter of, of I mean, sports is entertainment, right? That's where the money comes from. And if you can draw a large audience, then you should make, you should make that money.
1: Yeah. Yeah so them's my thoughts there you have it there you have it and as you said earlier wait, 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 could that be a catchphrase? do we need a catchphrase? a note a, a note about current events thank yeah. you for that thank you for that
0: that was our note about current events yes thank you and now something completely different
1: so Dennis there's this thing I want to run by you oh well. By all means, please, Eric, do so.
0: When you're in the world of podcasting and monetizing podcasts, there is... Lately, there's... Okay, one way to monetize a podcast is to have a Patreon page where someone can go and give us give us mon, uh, a monthly donation or a one-time donation saying, hey, thank you, I enjoyed... I was entertained by you. And I for sure... I can tell you as a podcast consumer, there are many podcasts that I enjoy that say, "Hey, we have a Patreon. come give us, come give us some money that I never get around to doing because it's you know, I'm in the car, I'm out for a walk or or I don't uh, I don't get around to actually making that donation, even though they are worth five or ten dollars a month to me. However, there there's been a, a new idea that's come along that has certainly worked on me and that is some podcasts will give you a normal free episode so you get a, a taste of what the of what the podcast is about and then there is a a bonus episode only for the people that have signed on to to pay and that seems kind of silly uh at first but it it actually works like podcasts that have done that have seen huge jumps in their in their in their patreon donations and i can confirm that there's several podcasts that i listen to where when they went to that model i was happy to go pay to get a little bit more content so just throwing that out there i'm explaining both to you and to our listeners that that's a thing that we might try and
1: do right, but, now but all we talk about is really stupid stuff so would we have to be dumber or, i mean what's the promise we that, could be even dumber for even, even, we, what's our motto? If you, want to, if you want us to be even stupider, if you want to hear how we can be even stupider, then you get a bonus.
0: Maximum and, Maverick Bovis. <laughs> Bovinus. Bovinus. Right. It rhymes with uh, genitalia.
1: It rhymes with small penis, which is back to you and your hairless little balls. Right. Okay. We've, already covered, we've already covered that subject. No pun intended
0: covered it because, thank goodness, they're no longer out. Yes. Okay. I don't know. Uh, just a thing I wanted to mention in case we decide to do something like that. I don't know how we would do it. So,
1: what would the goal be? That one of the two people listening would do that and we'd end up making 35 cents a month? In Is that your business plan?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we, we divided yeah. it <laughs> by two. That's, that's 17 cents
1: for you and 17 for me. Plus Patreon. 17 cents. Seventeen cents a month for a thousand years is seventeen hundred dollars. Sweet. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we could, <laughs> Yeah. I'm, we could buy a. Uh, I'll be. I'll be. Uh, one thousand sixty-six years old. I mean, I should still be around then with the new stuff that they're figuring out. Ten sixty-six, man. One thousand one zero sixty-six. That's that. That old.
0: That's a, that's a number that my history teacher drilled into me, because that was the year of the Battle of Hastings, I think, ah, where yeah. uh, William the First or somebody took power in England.
1: And, and you know what resulted from that?
0: Mm, the, Hastings mission. Mag-
1: the Magna Carta was the result. That was the beginning of that peace agreement.
0: Yeah, check me on this. The the, the Maximus, <laughs> Bovinus. <laughs>
1: And actually, it's funny you say that because a lot of people don't know this, but you can check this. That Magna Carta was originally called the Magna Carta Venus. Right. They, they shortened it.
0: Because it was a big cow
1: letter. Maybe Was it written on leather? No. It came from the fact that the manuscript that they wrote it on had been damaged when one of the founding fathers spilled their coffee on the instrument. And so it ended up looking like the spotted hide of a cow. And,
0: ah, the founding fathers of England oh
1: whatever. Okay. okay yeah whatever we're talking yeah yeah all right founding uh, what you don't call the founding fathers of England founding fathers what he call them
0: I don't know that they have a term that's just uh, your Highness or whatever I don't know no I mean I, was that the founding of England I mean maybe
1: well who founded England you need to do a little research. Put it in the show notes because I think it's worth knowing who Who founded England? What did they call them? Et cetera. The, the so Druids? If
2: you're,
1: you're going to make 17 cents a month, you need to earn it. I know I'm earning my 17 cents.
0: Yes. You, you
1: are for sure. We should. This 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 beer costs more than seventeen cents.
0: Well, th- th- that's not profitable.
1: No, I lose money every time we. are
0: <laughs> Operating at a loss. <laughs> well,
1: an absolute loss.
0: You're you're offering operating at a, at a <laughs> loss.
1: Well, yeah. You can make you can make fun of me if you want, but at the end of the day, it could be profitable enough that you're making thirty four cents. A
2: month. Whoa.
1: That's a 100% improvement in your income.
0: If we doubled it, if we could just get that third listener. Yeah, well, Well, and the third listener that actually is willing to cough up some money for this exquisite content.
1: Yeah, why would anybody do that? I, it's beyond me. Your whole idea of a business model here totally escapes me. I, 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 I wouldn't would pay a fucking penny to listen to this. <laughs> I I would like be, I would like, are you kidding me? This is just a couple of stupid guys drinking, talking. Why would I pay for that? I don't know. I mean, but I'm here. I mean, I'm I'm here. But, we turn out new business models oh, f- every single episode. We haven't acted on any of my ideas for making money, not a one. And you want to know why? Because you're a lazy son of a bitch. I bust my ass thinking this stuff up. I hand it over to you and nothing ever happened. Huh. Nothing ever happened. You just go back to whatever you do right. in Spain when you're not doing this, which is probably much of nothing. Yeah.
0: That's, you know,
1: I mean, talking, I. Fucking Spanish to a couple of cows. bouncers that have <laughs> cows. You probably do. I, I like to hang you, in the fields. You probably do. <laughs> I'll tell you you're So, Maximus Venus, Maverick, on your own, astray, astray.
0: Well, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. We could we could have a instead of a podcast, we have a cut cast where we're just sitting around chewing cud.
1: You know what? A, a cut a part of that I like cut cut this is what, what we do. Each of us before the podcast, yeah. go out in the lawn or wherever we are. In my case I got lawn, I got weeds near me, I'm near a field. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the field and I'll, like, what you'll do is we'll both grab a bunch of the straw or the grass or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we'll slowly but surely, before the podcast, eat it, mm-hmm. chew it, but don't swallow it, but chew it up until we have, in fact, a cut that's about the size of a, um, let's see, the size, half the size of an egg. Got it. And it's all the grass and our saliva mixed in. Mm-hmm. We, That'll make for a good enunciation. We press no. You're missing altogether. I'm not surprised. We push record. Uh-huh. And all it is for an hour is each of us in turn chewing our cud. I chew a wild and you respond. You chew a wild and I respond for an hour. That will get us some patience. Yeah. It's like, it's like white noise. The best kind of white noise.
0: I got a title for the, for the, for the cut cast.
1: Eric and Dennis chewing cut. <laughs> I think that's taken. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Masticators. Mastic, a little masticating.
1: More than that. You're in the right, you're in the right, Mastic- you're in the right direction, but there's gotta be more.
0: Dennis and Eric masticating.
1: Uh, hmm. no, no. Cut, cut boys. Um, no, sounds of mastication.
0: There you go. You know that could be. We could. <laughs>
1: okay. I was gonna say we, we, could, say, we could. We could, we could we make money off that.
0: No, it's. Uh, yeah. You know how? Yeah, the white noise that people like to go to sleep to. Ah. It could just be us. Just. Um,
1: <coughs> oh man, that would sell. Perfect. As always, it's been a pleasure.
0: All right. I'll see what I can salvage from this audio
1: recording. (laughs) And you know what? You need to put a little bit more work into this stuff. I expect some action on some of that uh, business stuff.
0: If you've enjoyed what you just heard, you can support us by telling a friend or sharing us on social media. Monthly donations to help us pay for hosting and editing can be provided at patreon.com slash happy hour. That's all one word, happy hour. All our episodes, including show notes for each episode, are available on our website, happyhour.fm. You can tweet at us at happyhour.fm. That's with a dot spelled out, happyhourdotfm. Or we can receive email at the same name, happyhourdotfm at gmail.com. It would also be great if you could give us a positive rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. That really helps other people find us. See you next week.